building and activated faith. Um, because of time, I won't sing. If I sing, we will go anywhere. We'll go somewhere. So I want to remain in the clock of a teacher so that I will not be flying here and there. And the song too is coming on. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. But unto everyone of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Unto everyone. So as we are here, everyone has been graced. We all have a measure of the grace of God. We are in a generation where when people begin to shine or begin to emerge in the kingdom, we hear people say, oh, oh this one there, he's carrying grace. This one, if you are not grace, you cannot do it. But you see, according the Bible is saying, not me. So look at the scripture. It said, every on, but unto everyone of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Give me the amplified version of this. We are doing scriptures today. He said, yet grace, that is God's unmerited favor was given to each of us individually not indiscriminately hey Charlie I want to move fast amplified lights amplified words not in a in, in, in a partial manner that's what he's trying to say so come home if I got you lost it be meant partial manner like God will not call Tilly and Lucy and say, Tilly is taller than Lucy, so you get more. No. <laughs> so that's what he's trying to say. But in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ, rich and bounteous gift. So every one of us is grace. So stop going around saying, hey, somebody is grace, but me, they are not grace. No, don't hide behind your laziness to failure and say that oh this one is making it because he's carrying grace you are also carrying grace the difference between you and that person is that the person has disciplined himself and is walking according to the principle that will cause the grace to flourish upon his life when you frustrate grace over your life you will not see the manifestation of grace. So every one of us, the day you became born again, a grace was released upon you. And grace simply means God's unmerited favor. So it is not your where you are coming from. You see, in the typical 
Ghanaians have a certain mind. A certain tribe thinks that a certain tribe is their servants. A certain tribe thinks that a certain tribe cannot be their president or leader. We have a certain funny mind as human beings, not only in Ghana, but when it comes to God, God is not partial. When he calls you, he gives you an unmerited favor. A favor you did not work for. And if you discipline yourself and you pledge responsibility to God and the grace he has put on you, you see that the glory of God begins to reveal itself in your life. So there is no specially created human being. Every one of us has been uniquely created by the hands of God. But immediately you see somebody and say, this one is a special child of God. Though God took his time. That means that the person has taken advantage of the grace that God put upon him. I pray that in 2021, this year, may you take advantage of the grace of God that God has put over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. King James. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now this is the explanation. When we became born again we all were given different assignments. You are on earth on, for a particular mission. You are on earth not to become a doctor, a lawyer, or a pharmacist, or engineer. No. That is something that is to help you to facilitate your assignment. So when you become a nurse, it is not what you are here for. When you become whatever, it is not what you are here for. When you become a president, it's not what you are here for. Because anytime God is calling people, apart from the position he gives them, the most important thing is the responsibility and the assignment he puts on them. So when he created Adam, he didn't just give him a name, he gave him an assignment. So the purpose of whatever God brings into our lives is to facilitate the assignment. So when we become born again, there is a level of faith, a measure of faith that God gives to us individually at the birth of the new life in Christ. So what you are called to do will determine your initial deposit of faith. Are you following me? So you can see some, that's why the Bible said, we measuring ourselves and comparing ourselves among ourselves, we are not wise. Because what God has called me to do is different from what God called you to do. So what he has put in you is, is to help you flourish where he has called you to be. So if you use what he gave you at the wrong place, you'll be frustrated till you die. Are you following me? Yes, yeah, so when you see somebody doing mighty works, mighty works, don't be in a hurry to, 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 to replicate the person. You may break your waist or break your neck or break your spinal cord. Because what God has not called you to do, 
he will not give you the grace to do it. So you can be doing it, but you'll be under stress. I'm pastoring this church and I've been a professional worker for 15 years and I'm pastoring. I don't look like I'm growing older. I'm just there. I'm like that. I'm fine. I sleep the way you sleep. I eat the way you eat. I chat and I even let people laugh more than you let people laugh. And yet, by the grace of God, I am pastoring a church. May will be 10 years. It could be that you too, because you see that pastors have a lot of privilege. They wear cassock and they sit, they preach and mighty people, as I'm preaching, mighty people are listening to me. Lawyers, doctors, bank managers, business gurus, when I tell them to clap, they clap. She so say, ah, if, if I add prophet to my name or pastor to my name, I can command people. I want to serve God some. Then you come. Then they say, go and start a church under mango tree. Say me, God did come the head and not the tail. I can't start a church under mango tree. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> one day, when we were in the nursery classroom, I posted one of the videos when my daddy came to preach for us, Pastor Kujo. Then an apostle sent me a message. See, when we are talking about ministry light and things you are here posting a for apple b for boy c for cat d for dog i say oh <laughs> some of you if you had heard this and you are pastoring you get angry and you start making the you, you you get frustrated i just laughed and i said it is part of the story today there was no a for apple if i didn't tell you you know so God has given us all a certain grace. You are there. Oh, I wish I was married to pastor. Eh? <laughs> you don't know how frustrating it is to be around me. I am some complex, unsolvable personality to myself. To be there, I wish I was the first lady of the president. Like, I'm married to the you know the president. So, God gave us a deposit. So, depending on what He called you to do, He will give you a level, a measure of faith. And when you receive it, you your duty and your responsibility is to build on it. Is to invest into that faith. Faith does not grow automatically. You can have faith and it will be useless. Some of you are wearing watches that are not working. I'm telling you, if I say I can walk to people, I say, tell me the time. You see that? Those <laughs> Pastor, move to the next person. Move to them. So though you have a watch, it's not working. There are many of us Christians, but our faith is not working. Our faith is dead. But thank 
God of faith is not like a human being. When it, if it is dead, you can resurrect it again because it's a spiritual gift and it takes the move of the spirit to wake it up. And I pray for you that anybody here, that if somewhere, somehow, your faith is dead and dormant and is not productive, I pray by the breath of the spirit, let that faith come alive in the name of Jesus. So I'm just explaining to you that you have faith. Okay, I'm, I'm talking of building an activated faith, not just faith, activated. An activated faith is the faith that can catch the move of the spirit. An activated faith is the faith that can cause you to take a decision in the right line with God. An activated faith is the faith that makes you have the same mind with God concerning a matter. So when you are walking with activated faith, you easily walk in the will of God. You easily walk with the leadings of the Spirit. You don't need a prophet per se to tell you what to do before you do what you must do because your faith has aligned itself with the mind of God. Of faith. That is an activated faith. An activated faith. You cannot serve God well without an activated faith. I'm not talking about a knowledgeable faith. I'm talking about an, a faith that is ready on the go. That any time he picks the signals of God, he knows. There are some people, when God is speaking to them, they don't hear. Oh, Pastor, I don't dream. You don't dream. It's a problem. It's a big problem. You need to start praying. So, Pastor, I mean, they're from childhood. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't dream. Don't be proud of it. Because the Bible said in the last days, my young men shall see visions and my old men shall dream dreams. So, if old men are dreaming, you are 35, you say, oh, me, the whole year I dream one. That's a problem. They say end time, Jesus is coming. You have never you have never seen some before. So when people are talking about eh, there will be rapture, hey, I woke up and I saw you, you have never seen some before. But God can speak to you. Oh, yeah. This week God spoke to me clearly about the matter. I was I was praying about it. I slept, I dreamt, and God told me what it is. May God begin to lead you in dreams and visions and in the conviction of your spirit. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. So the, the last scripture that we enter into the main scripture, then I run you through, we are gone. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. We are working our scripture. You see, you must now come to the point where you come to church to know the truth, not to get gimmicks. And you fall down, break your neck. We'll start laying hands. I've missed laying of hands, Charlie. One, two, three, take it. When we start, the oil will be thick. Hallelujah. But you see, a transformed mind is a transformed life. Yeah, a transformed mind. Anoint people have been anointed. Eh? And these same people who went for crossover anointing service are people. Who have robbed people in their homes even up to this year? They've, the armed robbers in prison, some of them have been anointed. Yes. But they've gone to rob people with guns. So where did the oil go? The gun was in the mind. And something must kick the gun out of the mind. And that is the word of God activated in faith. 
So according to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builded thereon. But let every man take heed how he builded thereupon. So you had the foundation faith. How are you building that faith? How have you built it? For five years as a Christian, ten years as a Christian, two years as a Christian, where has your faith grown to? Is it still deficient? What test has it survived? What miracles has it produced? What mountains has it moved? Your faith must grow well. There are growth that are fake. When you get cancer, it's a bad growth. Are you, are you with me? There was a man who had cancer of the eye. The eye was big. So it's a growth, but it's a bad growth. Are you here with me? So you must grow properly as a Christian. How do you grow properly? How will you know that you are growing properly? When you can obey God's word and put it to work. When you, 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 you are not going to argue that uh, we should give a, a, a place for homosexuals. Huh? Where? Oh, it's a sexual orientation. You have not grown well in faith. The Bible said male and female created he them. You didn't create yourself. How do you change your sexuality? Are you here? You don't have the right to change your sexuality because God created you, Abigail, as a woman. So immediately you start changing that, you are fighting the very counsel and you are challenging the very will of God and you want to truncate the progression of humanity that is a big unacceptable error and this is where most of us must defend the word if we are growing in faith oh but if you sleep with somebody you are not married to it, it is sin we know it is sin if you chop your tight, it is sin. We know it is sin. If you disobey a parent, it's sin. We know it is sin. You know, but that sin, that one comes with death. Short. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you come to church and you don't give offering, according to scripture, it is sin. But God never added in the Bible that you will shorten your life. But it added that if you dishonor your parent, it will shorten your life. It is sin. So, when people fornicated in the Bible, we saw the punishment. When people lied in the presence of God about Ananias and Sapphira, we saw the punishment. And when men slept with men, we saw the punishment. Are you with me? So you can, it, is, it is better we pray for our brothers and sisters who are trapped in that demonic deception. 
It is not a sexual orientation. No, it is, it is not. It's a demonic mechanism to fight the human race. And you see, that is where our faith must come alive. Everybody has his right. Everybody has his right. Really? So if we are sitting here and then a nightclub moves his speakers here, I'm preaching. Everybody has his right. There are some territories you don't enter. And to enter into that place is to cut the human race. And I pray that when we go on our knees, we will not only insult them, we will not only rebuke them, but we will pray that some of them in our families, the Lord will touch them and heal them and restore them. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Because of time, let me just go to Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 8. Because of time. Help me, Lord. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their net. I told the first service that in my research, I realized that there were not only two ships at the borders of the sea. There were over 4,000 ships, but ships. But when Jesus came, he stood by two of them. And I made a declaration that this year, may heaven recognize your faith. I said, may heaven recognize your faith. I said, may heaven recognize your obedience in the name of Jesus. And, then, and he entered into one of the sheep that which belonged to Simon and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the sheep. So for him to sit down, it means that he was relaxed. And they were also relaxed because Peter should be angry by now. He has worked all night. No reward. No face. You have come. Giving him instructions to move your boat, put it further, position it well, and then you sat down. That means you are not going to finish now. <laughs> when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I want to go home out of frustration, have you gone to work before and you are so frustrated and want to close early and come because nothing you have done has worked. So you put yourself there, you understand the kind of patience Peter had for Jesus. Not met him anywhere young boy just came and this, this, this. <laughs> and he sat down. He sat down. <laughs> Has somebody asked you for water and when you were going, he entered into the house and sat down and was waiting for you before. <laughs> One day I was in the restaurant. I bought malt. I like malt a lot. I was thinking, when I was young, I wasn't drinking. When I grow, I want to punish Mot. So I was drinking. <laughs> and I saw a friend and I bought him Mot too. Then he said, he doesn't take Mot alone. He adds something. I said, me, I didn't buy pie. You. He said, oh, if we add pie and then pie and then chilled water so that when we finish, we can push it down. You know, in those moods, you can't say anything. You just buy. And the person will be enjoying it. You'll be wondering 
how the person is enjoying it. And I'm like, this guy, something, something. <laughs> so Jesus comes and you say, you want my, my boat to preach? He even asked me, he said, he prayed them to move the thing to a position he likes. Charlie, the fishermen were washing their net, like in frustrations. Serious. But he moved it and Jesus sat down and started preaching. When you are sitting down, you don't rush when talking. That is why kings are always seated and they talk majestic. So that means Jesus talked for a long time. A long time. And I'm sure it entered into the sunset. That is why he told them to launch out into the deep. So after teaching, the Bible said, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Look, when you are going to build your activated faith, number one, don't forget your need. <laughs> As you are following God, going and coming, praying, fellowshipping with church, don't forget what you actually need because what I need is not what you need. Right now, I need like five million dollars to complete the auditorium. That is my need. I have no other need. I don't have need to go to school. If I want to go to school, it is not a need. Do you understand me? For some, it will become a need. But if I want to go to school now, it's not a need. If I want to buy a car now, it is not a need. If I want a new shoe, it's not a need. And for me, it's $5 million. So as I am worshiping God, you see me dropping my offering. I'm lifting my hands. I'm dancing. I'm just reminding God. My five, every move, my $5 million. My $5 million. <laughs> For you, it may be a marriage. You are trusting God. Don't forget your need. Because at the end of the story, when Jesus finished encountering them, he told them to launch out into the deep so that their need will be met in abundance. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But you see, at this point, their faith has come alive because they spent time with the word. They have seen Jesus preaching and people's eyes will open whilst he was teaching. People were being healed. And then the man said, now, take the net and launch out. Anytime your faith will be activated, you need to be settled in the house of the Lord. You need to be settled with the word of the Lord. You need to be calm and rested with the word of the Lord. Stop fretting. Stop shaking. Stop wavering. Stop being jittery. Because when God's word is in motion, you have to know how to settle that the word is sure and it will never fail. It will never fail. Settle in yourself that the word learn to settle with the word of God. Some of you, I mean, that's why you come to church and when I will finish teaching the word and say the grace of God, go home, you are like, oh, Charlie, there must be a move of the Holy Ghost. I said, Pastor Shemkom, and Shemkom, that means uh, the meeting was not learn to settle with the word. Because only the word knows where you are going. Only the word can direct you. And when they settled and they launched out into the deep, the Bible said they got a drought. 
and the other sheep that Jesus didn't use. They call the people that bring your sheep. The harvest is too much. Come and let's take it and share. I'm praying for you that your faith. Look, now, I said, don't forget your need. The two men were sitting by the road and Jesus was passing. They started shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. Son of David. And they asked them, What do you want me to do for you? They, they didn't forget. Them. They didn't say, Oh, we want to ride on horses like you. No. They said, We want our sight back. What is your need? Sometimes we forget our need and it takes our pastors to remind us of our need. So the woman at the gate of beautiful saw Peter and John going to the temple and he thought he needed money. But Peter said, no. What you need is for your leg. To, you need to know your need. Tell somebody you need to know your need. Oh, tell somebody you need to know your need. Because when I'm ministry and I said, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. When the Holy Ghost moves on Tilly and moves on Emefa and moves on Francis and moves on Ima, he's not distributing the same thing. He's ministering according to our need. So as I am preaching, the Holy Ghost wants to minister to us according to our need. According to our need. I had a testimony this morning. The lady said, Pastor, last year, my boss appraised me downwards. And I could not repeat that downward appraisement, appraisal this year. That is, um, yes, last year. Else, I will be transferred to a very lower. Then <laughs> he said, Pastor, do you know what happened? The miracle is that even the next appraiser, I, I still failed. But the same person who failed me in the board meeting asked that they upgraded me to the next position. Said, I kept engaging God on the altar and the thing turned. I pray for you that the faith you are carrying it will not leave you in the valley, it will not leave you in the darkness, it will not leave you in the lion's den. But wherever you find yourself, I see that faith being activated, and one day you will testify of the glory of God. Give God a good clap offering, somebody. Number two, listening to the word of God. Listening to the word. Romans 10, 17. Faith is somewhere. It will come. When you spend time listening to the word, it comes. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what are you hearing? So the more you hear the word of God, the more your faith increases. One day the disciples told Jesus, increase our faith. It means your faith can be built to the point where you will not be afraid of it. I remember when we went for the negotiation of the land. I'm sure David was there. The man said, we are not bringing half of the money. We are not doing anything. The next week we were there with the half of the money. He was shocked. He looked at us because when we went there, he saw us young boys like small, small boys church. He was shocked. And when they told me the foundation of the building, I nearly changed my mind. I said, hey, I don't want to die before my time. The way the committee members were looking at me, Willie was just laughing. He said, oh, Pastor, we can do it. There are some people, they have faith than the pastor. I'm like, yeah. We can't bishops have surrounded myself with, we can do something small. And like, but now we finish. finished. Oh. 
If I tell you the amount of the foundation, you go out, wash your face, and come and look at me again. But by the grace of God, we have done it. We have done the first stage. We have flown. Oh my God. Faith. Faith. You need to hear the word of God in your ears. Some of us don't hear the word from after Sunday. No, you are done. Even what you are writing, you will never review. You are just writing so that pastor will say, my, then they take a picture and you are writing. But you never. The worst is the mobile phone people. Never. As for that one, they hear you. Because the same mobile phone, they hear Instagram, they Snapchat, TikTok. How will you be steady? Hearing the word. Go on the podcast. I have so many messages. Just listen whilst you are working. Reduce the volume and just listen. You may not hear all, but one sentence, just one, just keep hearing the word. Your faith will come alive. I remember last two weeks, I was listening to Pastor Kujo's message on sacrifice. And I heard the word, your sacrifice will explode the glory of God in your life. That thing hit me. I said, ha, I cannot fail. As a father, as a husband, as a pastor, I said, I cannot fail. Because sacrifices, when you know what you have done, you know what you can expect. So build your faith by listening to the word of the Lord. Thank God that now every 6 p.m., Dr. Mason's Otabel is preached, is rebroadcasted. Instead of saving your data, you are there passing on different videos. <laughs> you are laughing. You are using data to update your status with useless videos. Useless. It doesn't add anything. You just laugh. It doesn't pay your bills. Nothing. You have to listen to the word. The word. Pay attention to your faith and your life. Some of us are being careless. Next, tomorrow is third month of the year. It is not 25th December 2020. We have entered into March. March. Invest into your faith. Listen to the word. What I've preached is on Facebook. When you go, go and listen to it. Listen. There are things that will be birthed in you. The word of God is like water. Listen to this revelation. The word of God is like water. There can be a gutter without water. And rubbers and things will be inside. Immediately you pour water inside. The water goes down. And the rubber begins to float. There are visions in your spirit. When the word of God sinks into you. The visions will pop up. And you realize that. Mm, you are, I pray in the name of Jesus. That you will spend time. To listen to the word of the Lord. Number two. Have the mentality. That with God all things are possible. Carry that mentality that with God all things are possible. You don't owe anybody an explanation to carry that mentality. With God, all things are possible. Carry that mentality. You don't need another sermon to carry that. Carry it in your mind and have no compromise for it. That with God, all things. That is how you stay in activated faith. With God, 
You want to go for the PhD, go for it. You want to go for the master's. Go. How will God find it? I don't know. He will find it. You want to start that business? With God. With God. That means somebody with God. Something with God. All things are possible. I don't know who I'm talking to. There may be great people. There are great people sitting here. There are great visionaries sitting here. But if you don't carry this mentality, life will present to you very hard situations for you to quit. Very hard situation. At a certain point of the building, I, I, I was challenged. I was like, this thing we've put our head in. Sleepless night, loss of appetite, loss of strength. When you are praying to not come, you have lost energy. You are like, hey, our mockers get us. But look, with God, all things are possible. With God. It may not look nice today, but if God is in, the Bible said the earth was without form and void. I don't know how useless people have described your life, but give God a chance. Have that mentality that with God, remember, another pastor told me that before our church will get to 100 people, we will suffer like 15 years. Another pastor. Oh, Oh, another young pastor. And I heard it and I called him. I said, Sofo, I thank you for your prophetic word. But it's a foolish prophetic word. We turn it upside down. Yeah. I called him. I'll call you. So don't gossip about me. When I hear, I'll call you. Are you here with me? I'll, I'll call you and I'll ask you, Sammy, were you the one who said this? I'll ask you. When, if you don't stammer, you will stammer. Have that mentality that is possible. Luke chapter 1, verse 37. Let me finish this sermon for you, please. Because of the anniversary, quite, I like that key. Thank you, Lord. He said, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. Nothing. Keep this in your mind. Many of us have quit, have quitted when the blessing was almost there. Because there was a, a challenge that looked like there was no other way. Oh, let's backtrack and wait some more. No. With God. With God. With God. All things are possible. And it will be possible for you. Whatever you have set your heart on this year, may the Lord cause it to be possible. May the Lord cause you, see, you must be able to see it. You should be able to see it. If you don't see it, I can't see it for you. And nobody will see it for you. You must see it in the eye of your mind that this thing is possible. And that will drive you to pay the price. To pay the price. You may not be able to buy a new dress. This anniversary cloth is it's about three years or four years. I didn't sew a new one. She didn't sew a new one. So you chop it and now they'll crochet old ones. They're same, the same. It's beautiful than what you have even sewn. 
then because you, you the pressure of the people yeah pastor pastor I said I said three years I said three years time I wait it doesn't change my anointing are you here with me you are impressing people usually you, you, you are not going anywhere because you are living for people and not for vision not for vision I pray that as you are clapping eh, your clap is saying I am going to walk in faith I am going to walk in determination else we will see nothing you will hear the word of God hear the word of God and go nowhere I pray that you will commit yourself to, to having that mind that it is possible no matter where I will start and that is the problem of this generation after hearing this message, they start working. It's possible. I am not down again. You can't send me. You can't send me. I can't, can't sweep your house again. God made me the head and not the tail. I'm a daughter of Zion. I'm a Zionite. I walk on gold. I carry royal diadem. You can't just call my name like that. All things are possible. I see myself as the president of Ghana. Thank God you see yourself. And you are not. God! He was the son of God. He made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant. The form of a servant. May you not be high-minded. May you not think about yourself too high. Too high. Number three, fully believe the word of God. If you want to walk in activated faith and build your activated faith, fully believe in the word of God. The Bible says, when he came to the end, maybe, you see, as I'm preaching, and some of you were not sleeping from the beginning. Right now, you are sleeping. In this part of the sermon, maybe that is where your blessing is being released. Because the Bible said, it was at the end of the teaching. We don't know whether it was five hours, three hours. And those days, they used to preach for long. There was no coronavirus. They preach. When they are tired, they come and serve them food. They eat, they rest, and then they start preaching. That's how come one day Paul was preaching in the church. And the man slept and fell and died. <laughs> I used to be in the church. My mom took us there earlier before we came to her. They can preach. You go out, look for yogurt seller, buy it, come back, and come and walk at the corridor. And still, the pastor is preaching about what? You don't know. <laughs> and everybody is sleeping. And the pastor is preaching. I pray that you not sleep on me. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. Those days of the Robocop and things, Captain Planet. Hey, they will preach. But listen, fully believe the word of the Lord. It may be challenging to believe, but believe. Amen. Believe it. Believe it. It may take long, but believe it. Don't let anything change your mind. Don't let anything. I remember when Auntie Janet passed. I asked myself a lot of questions because I anointed her in my office. Ha! I anointed her before she left. Then the devil came here. 
you anoint people, it doesn't work. I said, shut up, shut up. Concern. I was talking to God, not you. Go away. The devil will always find an opportunity to kill your faith because if he can steal your faith, he has stolen your glory. You must fight it. Some of you just be there. You have given up, but with this now, I can't kill myself. I can't kill myself. I can't kill myself. If you God won't do it, you should be there. I can't kill myself. You have to kill yourself. Except the corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies. It abides alone. You must kill yourself. You must kill yourself. You must wake up to study. You must add schooling to work. You have to kill yourself. I, 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 I can't kill myself. They say eat healthy. You won't eat healthy. No, don't be Say you can't kill ourselves. Now to now Pizza, pizza. you are eating. I can't kill myself. Small health, small coronavirus. They said we shouldn't go and sit anywhere. Brothers, make we go sit once in a while. We can't kill ourselves. You have to kill yourself. Believe the word of God to death. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. I told you already that anniversary. So I want to end this sermon. And blessed is she, she, that believer. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. You see, some of us are depressed because you have heard so many that say the Lord from many people. Some didn't come from God. Now tell me, how many times haven't you thought that God spoke to you and it wasn't God? Hello, speak to me. Many times, even in God's presence, you felt that God was talking to you. That, oh, this time, the exams I wrote, when we were worshipping, I felt a peace in my heart. Do you know that sign? It was grace for you to survive the failure. That when you see that when you see the fail your heart will not break that God will strengthen you to come back another time then you when you were here you knew that five questions you could answer only one who do you expect to write the other one for you <laughs> which now I said uh, you, you felt a peace Give the Lord a clap of friend. Number four, meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Meditate. Think about the word. It will capture you. The reason you see men of God as they are powerful, they are not powerful, is because we are always playing with scriptures in our minds. So, our thinking is some way. So I can be talking to Willis, bang, bang, kakuli, we saying things, but I'll be shaking my head when he finishes. I'll say, but we have to do this and that. If you are spiritual, it's okay. Yes, pastor. Maybe you have some artistic, you come and do something, so let it be like that. Because our mind, no, I say, 
our minds have been transformed by the word. We think about the word. We use the word often. So when they say, because it's like you are expecting the word of the Lord to be operational in his mind. When you meditate on the word, there is something we call osmosis. Eh? You are pouring the word in Ephesians 5, 24, 25 going. The word is like water. So when you meditate on the word, the word begins to permeate a real dream. And all those nasty, foolish, useless, aimless traditions of fathers and environment that I, because when you became born again, all those things didn't go. It's there. All the jamaa, those useless things, they are all in your head. It's, they are all there. But when you take the word and you keep thinking about the word, thinking about the word, thinking about the word, it changes your mind. The way you think, the way you look at things, the way you program yourself, what decision you are going to take will be based and influenced by the word. So if you eat the word, you meditate on the word, your mind becomes a darseyer the Lord. Your mind becomes a prophet. Because the word would have entered you. And when you come to me for an advice, I will not tell you darseyer the Lord. No, 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 no. I will not. Who has come for me to say that? I will say, no, go and do this. So when a man's mind is influenced with the word, when you are studying the word at home, and God is speaking to you in the word, he said, that's it. You don't need a confirmation. For what? You don't need a confirmation to prove that it's God's word. No. You don't need a confirmation. Now, I'm married. So I go to maybe Yugoslavia. And you ask me, am I married? And I say, I've married. And you say, you are waiting for com- uh, confirmation. Which of my relatives are in Yugoslavia? But am I not married? The truth is the truth. When God speaks to you, pick the word and think about the word. What I've preached today, when you go home, think about the word. Think about it. Massage your mind with the word. Meditate. Meditation is the secret. Is the secret. Is the secret to building faith in God. Meditation. Not discussion. Meditating. Thinking about the word. Turning the word in your mind. In the quietness of the morning. In the quietness of the dawn. Don't be snoring at 5 a.m. Wake up the word in your mind. You are not a pastor but you live by the word. So maybe you need 20 minutes, 30 minutes but turn the word in your mind. Turn the word. Think about it. When you meditate, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 when you meditate, give me the NLT version of the Bible. There is a statement from the beginning I'm very interested in. It says study this book of instruction continually. Did you see that? The Bible is not just a bless me, bless me. It's a book of instructions. How many instructions have you picked from the word and obeyed? It's a book of instructions. It's what? It's what? A book. He said, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Meditate on the word. Think about the word. Turn the word in your mind. And as you think about it, you will hear God's voice. 
it is in meditation that the meat of the word is revealed in us amen amen the last one act on the word act on the word do the word do the word do it do the word it's still Joshua 1 8 you see it's not enough to believe that there is only one God there are many people who believe that there's no even demons James chapter 2 verse 19 demons they believe that there is God but that is not what brings the reward believing in God is not news because the demons also believe and they they tremble you cry you don't even tremble but they, they tremble hello but what changes between us and them is that we do the way we do the word church let's put joke aside if you are doing the word we will see it in your life period if we are doing the word we won't argue on certain things you see the way we argue on things eh, it shows that we are not doing the word and how will you do the word if you don't know it I beg of us this year is a year of fruitfulness if you don't do and act on the word you will have no fruits at all do the word we watch artists Majid and Co and we get excited they are acting scripts they are acting on scripts um, Jacko acted on script and became so popular Lewin without acting on scripts who would have known him what handsomeness would have come out of him what car could he have bought all of them the scripts have made them when you act on the word the word will make you I said the word will make you the word will make you I pray that God will touch our hearts and know that our actions complete our faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rise up on your feet and talk to God. I want us to pray with Psalm 119, verse 35. Oh, you didn't clap for God. The Bible said, Psalm 119, verse 35. Guide me down the road of your commandments. I love traveling this freeway. Give me the GNT. You want to lift your two hands and pray this prayer. Keep me obedient to your commandment. Because in them, I find happiness. Talk to God in five minutes, somebody. Lift your voice and pray. Somebody take the mic and pray along. Mano Sadaba. Adolobo Satabaha Zindalalalalaba Sakata Malagadabababa Keep me obedient in your commandments because in them I find happiness, I find joy, I find fruitfulness. Sadalabababa Libalababa Yagadas Zelemeantas Malo Sadaba Melekedes Mayandeantas Maladados let it be your prayer if you are binding a witch 
you would have prayed better than this. But lift your two hands and talk to God. It's a sign of submission. It's a sign of willingness that Lord keep me in obedience to your word because it is in them I find happiness. Shadalo malada. Ba, ba, ba. 